This is Wednesday, and you know what that means. A-E-W-T-F. What does that mean? And how many people on the roster do the Destroyer? Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to put over the PWG library. I just think that people got fooled by the blood and girls bleeding. Oh, man, those guys are awesome. Welcome to AEWTF, and you know what that means. This is the uh, Dynamite review from May 12th of uh, 2021. So this was a live show. I always got a, I don't usually know. I have to ask Omega, but I actually paid attention this time. <laughs> that it's live. Um, and I'm back. Um, the draw, Sammy Callahan. <laughs> <laughs> Callahan is somewhere really pissed at me. Um, I forgot that, that that he did that gimmick. That's a good gimmick, first of all, the draw. Yeah, it just means uh, that you uh, can't win any matches, but you never lose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got to smarten Omega up. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But also, uh, I mean, not really like a a true nickname. No, I mean, like, not really living up to that. I'm just gonna go around and start calling myself the main eventer or the yeah, jobber. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. guy who, the guy who, uh, for real, bashes in the face with a baseball bat. That's a good, revenge. Good I'll just start calling myself the promoter. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How come no one's ever done that? Anyway, uh, <laughs> <moving> on. <laughs> anyway, wrestling stuff. So uh, the first match is Eugene Nagata and John Moxley, and I'll let Cash's boner go ahead and talk oh, first. So are good. we are we sure is Moxley and not uh, Ricky Vaughn from Major League? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> the, I don't know. The wild thing grew on me. Like when he first did it, I was like, Neh. and then when he won, I was like, okay, I feel better about it. As yeah. a rule, I like when people use real songs. It kind of adds like a legitimacy to wrestling. But I just kind of dig Fox's AEW music. Yeah. Well, and and wild thing was on- Onita's theme. Yeah. Oh. And I guess this week he announced that they're bringing back FMW. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, do we have to tell Vance that Onita and Nagata are not the same person? Um, well, first of all, don't lie to me like that. So. Oh, oh, no. We need to <laughs> wait, that's, hurry up. That's not his first name? Divert the conversation. <laughs> Cash Cash is like his normal job of keeping us from getting canceled, <laughs> even though, I mean, can, can that happen? <laughs> like, God, not really. <laughs> But uh, uh, so yeah, this was awesome. Like I loved, I loved how even the production of it was different. They like followed the dudes to the ring. They just yes, it, it came off a little more legitimate than normal AEW matches. Absolutely. Yeah, I have that. Like even with no build whatsoever, no storyline, just like a random. Oh hey, we're doing this match. Uh, the atmosphere was just so much more intense, and it just had like a air of importance to it. Yeah, it was I such think, a good match for a dude that's over 50 years old, too. Like, Nagata is one of the smartest workers ever because he wasn't doing shit that he's not capable of. He sticks to, like, really stiff kicks and stuff that still looks good. Well, well did you see he said his goal is to wrestle till he's 70? They, wow. said, on, they said on commentary during the match. Right? I mean, he still uh, looked great. Yeah. I think the commentary really helped also because they weren't talking about next week at the pay-per-view or... Last week, the Young Bucks did this during the match. They were actually calling the match we were watching. Again, like and they were going line. out of their way to let people who um, have no clue who Nagata is, like, let us tell you about his title reigns. Let us tell you about his history, like, why this means something instead of people tuning in and going, Moxley and a guy that looks old? Okay. 
Well, I also like that Tony Schiavone just was completely honest. He's like, yeah, they, they had a big feud with Ultimate Dragon. You were there for that, Tony. He's like, yeah. He's like, I haven't seen him since. I'm like, Jesus, Tony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have, a feeling wow. more so, I have a feeling this more so than the Kenta match was like a dry run for New Japan if they're going to do something with AEW because it seems like they gave them a bunch of notes and AEW listened to them all from like the way they presented it, how the commentators commentated it, how they right. – I think they even for the first time used the word heavyweight when introducing the title because they don't call their titles the AEW ones by weight class. But oh, yeah. New Japan or the IWGP United States heavyweight title. I bet New Japan's like, hey, do this, this, and this. And I'm like, cool, we'll do all that. They kept an extra zoom in on the belt, too, like to get it. It seemed like, they, like you know, when Bryce held it up, they zoomed in and like kind of kept it for it, a while because I hadn't got in, to see the belt very much. In general, I think that those production meetings that we had talked about oh, that yeah. they were finally doing clearly kicked in throughout the show. There was definitely notes I had of, I, look at that I camera angle, and doing, they actually did this. And They've um, been doing production meetings the whole time. Oh. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> yeah, we think that they're, but like, I think they're, according to Jericho, like they're kind of like just trying to make sure shit's I think it, better, better structure. Yeah, I think we talked about it a little last week. I think it's not yeah. production meetings. He misspoke when he said that. I think it's more like agents and producers that go over the matches are actually meeting to compare notes before the show starts. I have one huge complaint about production. We'll get to it a little bit. Uh, <laughs> But speaking yeah. of production, just the opening, like just showing Nagata and Mox warming up, just like immediately set the tone, I thought. Yeah. It was just well, a badass. I was listening to the new uh, Grill and JR, and he was talking about uh, Jerry Lynn randomly. And he's like, Jerry Lynn's one of the best producers we have back there. Him and Dylan Milenko. He's like, oh, I guess they're not producers for us coaches, but they do the same thing. And I was like, okay, well. Right. That? Mm. Uh, speaking of JR, he, se- he seemed, I thought, like more invested in this match than a lot of matches he's been calling lately. Like he seemed to like really just enjoy this match. Well, I guess he did that new Japan thing here a while back. So maybe this felt more comfortable to him. Yeah. Honestly. So, but yeah, so we're all in agreement. This match was badass. It, okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, it lived up to all. all I like the, the length the too. I, I like how it was shorter. Like that's how long it needed to be. Exactly. Yeah. how long. Yeah, so, I, I thought this was pretty perfect. Yep. The forearms were just absolutely vicious. Yeah, I love Box's cheek I, being busted open hard way. That actually added to the match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I also like that it. We didn't. I didn't know who was going to win. Like a lot of matches, it's been, oh, well, you know how it's going to end already. It, it just as easily could have went the other way with New Japan saying, hey, we want our belt back, and then being like, okay, Mox is moving on with this tag thing, so he doesn't need to have that title right now. Yeah, I kept expecting so, interference is what I kept expecting. Mm. And then Mox getting like beat because of that. The uh, let's also, let's also do a, a shout out how they had the young boy out there for Nagata and they had the young boy for uh, <laughs> <laughs> the old boy. The old boy. boy, old boy. Mm. But the bow at the end was cool and the respect thing, it's all very cool. Um, then next we have the Ortiz. Uh, Talking about the inner circle, blah blah blah. I thought this wasn't very good. The, the only the takeaway, really, I, I, my yeah. big takeaway was Santana's in jail. Yeah, so that's I, what that, I wanted to ask. What the I fuck don't was know. he talking about? <laughs> uh, so they just came up with the storyline reason: dude was sick, and they didn't want to bring him to the tapings in case it was COVID. And oh. like spread it to everybody. Yeah, okay. uh, they said he was arrested for using a fork. 
So well, that's he pulled a fork a... out during the 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 blood and guts match. Yeah. Well, so yeah, here's, here's, here's how good Santana and Ortiz are. Then I was like, yeah, that that could be fucking possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I, I mean, the promo talking about. I like the promo, but I think Sammy was the one that sounded the weirdest. Like, yes, we all Sammy know Hagar. Worst. We all know Hagar's not a great promo guy, but he Sammy came off. Hagar. Yes, <laughs> him too. Jake, Sammy, whatever. All Hagar's. Um, and Ortiz had some straight fire when he was talking. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought Ortiz and Hager were really good. Uh, Sammy brought it down at the end, but I overall I liked it. Um, and then I, we get... I already want to just lay out for this next one because I know Cash is going to go fucking nuts, and I'll probably uh, be right there. Oh, real quick about the other promo, I did like it until the later segment, and I'll I'll yeah, say, I'll say yeah. why later. So, Cody Rhodes promo, Jesus. Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck it. I hated every fucking thing about it. Yeah. Um, it was just way too over the top. I don't understand how anyone, no matter what side of politics you're on, thinks it's a good idea to bring that into wrestling because you're automatically going to turn off half the audience with whatever side you're going with. Yeah, what the right. fuck are and- they doing? And and what what shoot interview did I miss with a go go where he said something so horrific exactly. about America? Yeah, that warranted this. It was just putting the British flag over him there. Yeah. Him like, I mean, one for some reason. he laid a piece of cloth over him. And He's like, now murder your whole country. Yeah, I, it was. It felt the like only I, the only way I'll be okay with this is if uh, a go go for some reason has Sergeant Slaughter and Iron Sheik in his corner. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> and Hacksaw uh, Jim Duggins and uh, Cody Rhodes. And... Like, I hate, hate, hated this, but the payoff almost makes it worth it. Like, this shitty thought... promo, shitty thing to talk about, but it's a cool moment that he's going to be American Dream. I, like, I get that. Yep. Yeah, I wish I, they would have built to it. Yeah, yeah, save that. It's for... felt so forced. Yeah, don't talk about the National Anthem. Don't talk about this bullshit stuff about Oh, this guy's from England coming here from the Department of Transportation or whatever he said. Yeah, so fuck I felt like I was uh watching someone read someone's Facebook post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only the only like him talking about the his baby and stuff and the, the racial stuff. I like I'm not gonna say that doesn't have a place, but it didn't have a place in this. I don't understand why he like smushed that into like, oh rah rah, America, fuck yeah. Yeah, we're the ones that made them slaves in the first place. <laughs> like America, Cody <laughs> so... is a hell of a politician. Though, I'll say that. Yep, that's what that entire speech was. I was like, oh yeah, he could run for like. I think he's an awful politician because he just tried to play both sides, which means neither side's gonna like him. Okay, so he's what politicians? <laughs> he's what he's what DC wants their politicians to be. Yeah. So yeah, he's bad for us. <laughs> he's exactly what <laughs> what the parties one no 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 that's not what politics are like now like you, you gotta, gotta be hard, on people in there hardcore one way or the other um, yeah i, you know I just feel even even with the dramatics of the promo again they're just rushing through this whole factory nightmare family program like all together like i don't i don't think they are the the two people they see as real stars are gogo and camarado and he's working a gogo at the pay-per-view so yeah, I we think they would have built it a little bit though. Right. So but like we said last week, a go go goes to hit him once and it's either over or he no sells it and then that kills the gimmick. I just Where don't do think that this guy has done enough for Cody to be so 
to be like, you know what? I'm bringing my dad. I'm gonna for yeah. one night only. I'll be. There. I'm like, yeah, hey, that's a very good point. He should have saved that for something that actually matters. Right. Big, for the like, first time ever, this is the thing that means the most to me. Yeah, your dad's. He's like, only me or my brother can do this, and this is the time for. I'm like, no, it's not the time. I mean, I thought the delivery. Cody delivered the promo. I just hated the content. That's why I say he's a great politician. <laughs> it was. I mean, just the way his voice, like uh, the inflection in his voice. I mean, he was hitting all like the. Like it was a Barack Obama promo. I mean, yeah, very charismatic. But um, so we're all pretty much in agreement with that too. Um, next is the SCU tag match uh, with the Young Bucks, and I want to start with this one because I love this match. Uh, best best Young Bucks match I've ever seen. I I wouldn't go that far, but I very much like this match too a lot, lot, lot. And but to be fair, I'm not a Young Bucks fan, and watching mm. this, I was like, this is fucking great, Jason. Agreed. Oh, no, I, I love the match. Um, top to bottom, I, again, told a great story because I always I just assumed it was going to end in a swerve of some sort so that it'd be the, oh, SCU doesn't have to break up or I, I really wasn't hoping for Kazarian to turn on Daniels. Like, yeah. if, that, if Daniels yeah. doesn't wrestle again yeah. and this is his way to transition to being one of their coaches or whatever, I think that was a perfect way to go out. Now, what I'm about to say may ruin a little bit of this for you guys. If you didn't notice it, and now I'm pointing it out, it bothered me, is I wish they wouldn't have cut away yes. at the end. Uh, I have a huge one. Um, I, I got a big rant. rant about that, too. I thought we were going to get to that after the match. But it feels yeah. like uh, – I may have said this already once tonight, but this was such a good match for a dude over 50. Yeah, man. They did yeah. freaking great. I, like, I, like, I'm pretty sure – that's his last match. Like I would, I would would be, I wouldn't be surprised because he was just all out. That yeah. king size blade job he did. The fucking. I also yeah. love the spot where for a false finish, Kazarian's way back on the entrance ramp and sprints and does a dive through the ropes to break up the cover. That was sweet. Yeah. And um, I really think when uh, Daniel slipped on the first attempt of the BME, I really think he did that on purpose. The way he landed, he was I in total control. control. So I have a note about that. Uh, because me and Tim have always joked that, like, Chris Daniels is amazing in the ring, but he's kind of the most boring worker ever because he's so good. Like, he doesn't fuck up, and he's, like, just so uh, methodical. Machine-like, yeah. Like machine-like. Machine. So when yeah. I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, he's done because he's like, look at this. Like, I'm finally, as a guy, after 7,000 matches, going to miss a moonsault or fuck up a moonsault. Done the BME a bunch and also like, eating shit on it quite a bit. Trust me, you don't get to control when you fuck up for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he landed pretty safely when he fucked up. Well, that's so. what I mean. He did it because it was his yeah. last. He was like, let's just go ahead and have let's uh, have a botch. And uh, and then a, uh, a Omega proves his, th- proves his theory that they're HBK because they do it. The, I'm sorry, I love <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, again, with the Bucks <laughs> and the overselling of the dramatics. But the more I watch at least their matches, the more I become JR. Uh, him saying you ain't gonna win playing to the hard cam and yes, yes. why would anyone want to talk to Gallows that long? Yeah, <laughs> right, Jr. I completely agree. You have to ask. I'm not the basketball expert here, but uh, so Brandon Cutler, he's doing a riff on Horace Grant, right, with the face guard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what other reason for a face guard? There's no storyline or real injury. He's just wearing a face guard because he's the Horace Grant of the team. Wow. My uh, God. I want to guess because he's like a douche. 
I wish he would use it like as a weapon, like Dilo Brown, and then maybe I could allow it. But, but they're uh, they're trying to play it off like he's still a baby face, and he's doing this like against his will because they're his buddies. Maybe the young bucks don't want to see his face. I can see that. <laughs> I don't want to see his face. So I'm with him. This is one thing we agree with. So. Uh, I thought it was right. I thought it was hilarious. I don't know if it was Jr. I don't know who it was on commentary. But one of them were like, like, right as the Young Bucks came out, they were like, uh, oh, look, they have new gear. Like, yeah, they were so <laughs> upset that the Young Bucks went out and spent some money on new gear. Right. So they had to think of the bleeding onto the shoe spot, right? That had to have been set yeah, up. Yeah, but, it was but too good. the cameraman actually is focused in on it. Yeah. I, I mean, see that they would have been like, hey, we're going to do this, but then I can also imagine them cutting to the wrong camera. Well, you know how hard it is. They the EVPs, so they know if they fuck up on that shot, they're going to actually get bitched at. Well, also, you know how hard, like, Daniel's had to know, hey, I have to get a ton of color because 10 minutes after my gig job, I need to be able to still bleed on a guy's shoes. and get uh, one, spot, on shoes, I, so. one spot I noticed that was stiff as fuck, so... After Daniels get back gets back in there, he had kind of stopped bleeding a little bit, and they immediately went to a spot where Matt hit a spear and then starts punching him yeah. right in the, the eyebrow. But dude was not holding back; he was full on punching as hard yeah. as he could and cut back up. Yeah, that's. I assume that's probably what's the plan. Then we'll open you back up, make yeah. sure you can bleed on the shoes. So, I, I also I want I I want to believe that when he hit this when Kazarian hits a Styles Clash that. At least the good brothers didn't know it was going to happen, or that he just did it on the fly. Like he was supposed to just hit something, and he's like, "Ah, you know what? They're standing there. I'll just go ahead and hit Styles Clash." Uh, and it was it was weird that that's what they called it. Like, yeah, just, um, well, I, I get mean, the reference. Is, but... is AJ Styles all elite? Oh my god! Right, you heard it here first. It plays into the backstory of the Bullet Club thing. Yeah, it's not yeah. oh yeah, no, so, definitely. And Kazarian Daniels it. are one of his buddies, so. I wish he would have done a better better styles clash. He had him a little bit low for my taste, but whatever. I think he just did it the safest way possible. Hey, your head's already touching, so I can't <laughs> yeah. hold you up like I got folded up once. My Kazarian's the one that took the gross one. Yeah, and he was fine, though, but yeah, yeah. The, so, the weekly question of, so do the Good Brothers actually wrestle anymore for any company, or are they literally just the same thing as Brandon Cutler and Knock just coming out and being stooges? I hope they don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not upset about it. Like Especially with Gallo is trying to look like Jesse the Body these days. Yeah. In his promo style later, we'll get to that as the same promo style too. All right, oh, I think yeah. it's time for us to all dump on the finish now. How they fucking so, real emotional fucking spot, and they pull the camera away from it. Yep. Can we use my yep. notes to kind of get us into this? Go. Sure. So here's so uh, Young Bucks win the match. I incredible match, best Young Bucks match I've ever watched. I'm so glad everyone is powdering so we can get all the focus on Kazarian and Daniels. Uh, okay, what the fuck is this Mox and Kingston thing? <laughs> uh, would they just know that the elite were out there? Wait, there's no fucking moment with Daniels and Kazarian? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, AEW production fucking sucks. So, yeah, uh, storytelling is a goddamn roller coaster, and AEW just slammed the brakes on right as we hit the fucking peak. The worst part about it, too, like that is awful that they don't get the the reaction in the moment of the most emotional part of the match. But then, too, the locker room thing amounted to nothing. They to threw nothing. a couple yeah. chairs and bags. It it was fucking pointless. Right? Yeah, totally I, fucking waste. Why they, can we they not did. Why can we not get the Daniels Kazarian fucking moment? And then when we come back, show them in the got like in the locker room. 
or do the picture and picture during the match. Here's what's going on right now. Yeah, on the there we go. yeah that's yeah. probably the best one. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I was so bummed because like I really really fucking loved the match. Uh, like Daniels and Kazarian and the Bucks, like they did what they were supposed to do. I was like emotionally invested, and then AEW production happens. Yeah. They show up. A second of it when they come back from the break after they went to commercial, yeah. but it's not basically just a fuck. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. we. I want to see the live moment. You know what I mean? So, especially for a guy like Christopher Daniels, who deserves that moment. He's been consistent for thirty years. You know. Yes, yeah, so we, we, we got wasted how many weeks of TV and dynamite and everything else. Like been telling this story, and right. then we don't even get the fucking payoff. Good job, well, AEW. We got to see Eddie Kingston lightly toss around some uh, <laughs> for some reason. Like I hope, I hope in least, ten years didn't even bother Mox and Kingston yet. Like oh, just and then because you're in the like, same building, Moxley said, "Screw this, I'm going to the bathroom." <laughs> yeah. I, I hope in ten years we're talking about Christopher Daniels and we're all reminiscing and like. Yeah, I remember his last match, the bloody and all that. It's like, yeah, my favorite part was whenever Eddie Kingston started throwing the chair around while, while he was being sent off. Like, while Mox took a shit. Yeah. This is just a small note on Daniels that I find funny, but, like, for his whole career, he, he comes out with the anti-religion gimmick and, like, looking like a priest and all that stuff. But all somehow over time, it morphed into a general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, he called him the ring <laughs> That's why he wore that, but it's just such a weird transformation. It's way too Nazi-ish for me. Uh, yeah. yeah, some of his ring general gear looked very Nazi-esque. Yeah, a little, a little bit. So, uh, all right, we're all pissed at that. We can move on. <laughs> so, uh, we get back in the break, and uh, uh, they do the SCU thing, but then they do uh, Christian, uh, still still mad about Taz. And some of the lines were funny about the buffet line. It's like, like me uh, criticizing Taz at a buffet line. <laughs> And uh, I actually thought Matt Seidel's part was pretty good for not being a great speaker, but uh, they made the joke about the slip up and all that. I thought this was actually decent. I think I, it's a pivot too, because uh, I would assume he would have been working Ricky Starks next week on TV. Yeah, probably. I uh, I don't like Christian. So <laughs> I just didn't give a shit. I love Christian, so that angers me. I don't know what it is about him. I just, I his face. I you, guess. <laughs> okay, Vince. I just don't care. Uh, I like Christian, but I can see why people don't. I personally and, like him, but I'm boring as as fuck myself. So I, you know, get it. I think Christian Seidel would be really good if this were 2010 or 11 or 12. It'd be fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I even like. I mean, Christian's a fucking great worker too. So like, it's not like I'm like. He's, you know, I think he sucks. I just don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> there's just nothing about him that I'm like, oh, this is really good. I need to watch it. I was like, well, there that dude is. So I hate that their money in the bank is a casino battle royal. Like, it's, it's like the Royal Rumble. And it's money not in the even bank. the money in the bank, though. Like, this time they said they can use the shot anytime they want. But the last time they had one, it was a set date ahead of time. Oh, yeah. So now yeah. it's money. It now, just now became like money in the bank. Okay. Yeah. Last time it's it money. was legit Royal Rumble. I think you it's, win, I think then you get the shot at Mania. Money in the casino. Is that what they're calling it? Casino. Yeah. Doll, dollars in the savings account. What? No. Um, I don't know. That was awful. So I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> I'm leaving the show, guys. Bye. <laughs> I, 
I am still holding my my hopes out for this Impact crossover so we can get us a King of the Mountain match. That is all I care about. You realize the Impact crossover is basically just (laughs) Omega goes to Impact and nothing from Impact goes to AEW. (laughs) Well, we get the young – what are are those guys' names? I hate Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Those guys. They get to hang around every week. <clears throat> yeah, they would just be there for the free catering, even if they weren't booked. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, <laughs> so next week we get that. That should be in the ring. It should probably be good. Cash won't get fucked, but it'll probably be good. <laughs> um, and then we get uh, Orange Cassidy versus Pac, and I just love me some Pac. Me too. I, uh-huh. I got to note: everybody that came out for this match came out of the babyface tunnel. Weird. All right. I, good look. Good looking out. I did not <laughs> keep track of the tunnel thing at all. I'm glad Omega does because, yeah. It's, yeah. it's actually funny that we bring it up uh, in the next segment where – or after this, Omega comes out, and when he's going to the back at the very end of what they do, he actually said on the mic, no, Don, we got to go out the heel end. Or the heel oh, tunnel. No. <laughs> on the mic, he said it. I didn't even realize that. but So let's see what everybody thinks. Uh, so everybody's aware that Orange Cassidy got fucked up for real, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, knocked yeah. out and then shoot power bombed after being knocked out. The original finish was supposed to be a time limit draw, and there was just too much time left, and Orange couldn't do it. So that's why they sent Omega out to hit him with the belt and do the double countout finish to get to the three way. Yeah, and you know what? What part fucked him up? The suit, the super he, kick off the ropes, sent him into the ropes, and he gives him a super kick, and then the power well, no, bomb, the, the super kick. The liger bomb, he landed straight up like fucking when D'Lo dropped draws. It was nasty. It was gnarly. Okay. I mean, also, Pac just completely started stomping on his head legit at one point. Earlier, they're like, yeah. look how red his face is. Well, that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> Someone stomping on your head. I, I really like Pac. He's awesome. Just dude, Yeah, that dude's so fucking good. Like, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, yeah, Pac's amazing. Like, I always kind of forget. You remember how blown away we were at Dragon Gate? Like, how jacked he was and how nice of a dude he was? Yeah. He was, like, a super cool guy because he was, like, the star – at that point in Dragon Gate, <coughs> and he was just the friendliest, shook hands, talked to everybody. He went out of his way to talk to pretty much everyone that was doing the tryout, whether they looked like they belonged there or not. Yeah, he was a very cool dude. Like, Could any was... of you understand him? Yeah, he actually, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't sound like a chimney sweep in real life. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lot more soft-spoken, yeah. yeah. Hello, Desmond. Governor <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Desmond? <laughs> the, uh, the top rope uh, shotgun drop kicks, I love those. Yeah, God. Like, I just like I mean, the whole idea of it, too, where, like, Pac just kept, like, all right, post. you won't stay down? <laughs> Fuck you. Here's another one. Actually gnarly right. in this match, too. So, we all agree. I, so, I think the whole show got – the matches up to this were so awesome, and it sucks that this got messed up because it had potential to be good. It also fucked up the rest of the show's timing. I think so, too. Yeah. They were, they were just <laughs> off the whole time. I will give them a little bit of credit for finding a way to still get to where they were going that didn't force Orange Cassidy to go another five minutes when he was clearly fucked up. Yeah, yeah. they did improvise well. Like, yeah, I mean, that worked. <coughs> on the fly, uh, that was a good. That was the best you could make out of that. I, I think. So I think Kenny Omega's promo sucked extra on the ramp well, because he him, was just him and the it. Young Bucks are taking acting lessons from the same place. So yeah. he just. Like he's like, I'm gonna be as cheesy as I can be. Network is that where they're taking there? (laughs) My uh, my favorite part of the whole thing though at the end there was like dorky ass Tony Schiavone (laughs) wandering (laughs) out onto the stage and just being like, um, excuse me, uh, I have a word of from the back. 
Like, I was just like, can we not get, like, right. like and then after, or something? And then after Omega gets mad, he, go, he goes, uh, he's like, hey, I'm just, I'm just giving you the message, man. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Tony just looks like a, like a camp counselor that is, <laughs> is never going to go away from the camp. <laughs> and he's just going to hang out. For the rest of his days. So I, I think uh, that ma- I think that's a weird main event for their pay per view. I don't think that's they have so much other stuff they could do better. Well, are we sure that's, that's going to be main. what ends it? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, it might not actually be the final. The uh, they said, s- didn't they say it was? I thought they said that's going to be the main event. Hmm. I, I, I thought I thought on commentary they said I think the they did. Title is the main event. I think they did. Or not the heavyweight title, with the AEW title. But that might not mean they actually mean it. You know what I mean? They might. Yeah, I band, just, but... I do, I just remember hearing that though. Yeah, um, but I maybe this uh, isn't the stadium stampede that night too. Like that's it? probably the main. I assume item. that's the main. Yeah. Um, and then it's we... going to be weird because they're going to have a full audience and they're going to be doing that match in the next building over. But is it going to be taped like last year? It's also. I think it's going to be hard. Oh to be yeah. A... Be a because that match was almost a comedy match. I mean, it was a comedy match last year, and they just had this brutal, bloody. I'm going to murder Chris Jericho. Are we going to do comedy now, or are we going to make this no? Just... I, I do think there's a way to do this without comedy in it and make it more violent I, and bloody. I agree. I don't know, but I just hope they don't go the way the first one did after going to brutal and bloody, and then we get you know funny show tunesy Jericho and MJF back, you know. So, um, so the elites in the locker room gallows uh, is upset and cuts a terrible promo. That sounds uh, like he's in the eighties. Did I miss that, something? That's where they sit around in a circle and praise the Lord. Yeah. So glad we got the payoff to this earlier <laughs> angle. Did anyone notice not only the promo content was bad, but like the audio was all jacked up for the camera they used in the back for this and when Moxley and Kingston. Did whatever they did. Well, and at that point, it just kind of looked like they just piled all their stuff in a neat pile in the middle of the room. Like so, they threw the chairs, but they put all of our stuff in a pile. There's four promos in a row. I'm just saying right here, Mega. Do we have a promo count to a match count? <laughs> yes, for the final of the show, there were 17 overall segments. Twelve of them were promos. Five of them were matches. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a good episode for them. They're up usually up to like 15, 16, 17 promos. Yeah, does. Okay. Has, does it seem like they usually do five matches every week? Five or six is about five or six. Yeah. Okay, I thought. Okay. Well, this and if, part- if they would have known that the Pac Orange Cassidy match was going to be so short, there probably would have been a sixth match. I assume. True. Yeah. So uh, then we get Adam Page uh, just doing Adam Page stuff, being like, "Yeah, I was eventually going to lose." I mean, <laughs> it just I, happens. So I would like to know the math. For the ranking system, <laughs> yeah, because how's losing one match? You drop to, four places. To first of all, the FTW champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you drop four goddamn spots? That's not a thing. Just so you know, well, hey, he has the belt. Here's the real answer: with a little simple math. Uh, Pac and Orange Cassidy, neither one of them have lost at all this year, so one loss does bring him below them. You okay, think? all right. Look at you. They said that very commentary. I didn't come up with it on my own. You go to fucking Harvard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of uh, accents, I guess yeah, I can only for some reason like I know before I said that Adam Page reminds me of the dude from Letterkenny, but last night I could only picture Owen Wilson. He does look like <laughs> Owen Wilson. <laughs> like I um, need 
I, I don't want him to get hurt, but I do need somebody to break his nose really bad. Wow. <laughs> so he can have the fucked up nose. And just, that, just makes the, that makes me sad, though, because I've always said that uh, JD and Vance were Owen Wilson and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, like, maybe, maybe you just finish a promo with a wow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, like JD and Vance are Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, like. In their, soul, in their souls. <laughs> yeah, in our souls. Well, and JD straight, straight up looks JD like, looks you, like a, you put a toupee yeah. on that man, and it's a stunt double. Yeah. And I broke my nose a couple a couple times. So and I, I can I can nose. break it for you again if you need to. Really no, 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 get the no, crookedness no. of it. No, I I wanted to help you with this. No, stop, <laughs> stop helping me. Vince, say wow, legally binding. Uh, I'm not saying what. Oh, they almost well, did it. Almost got me. Almost got it. Hey, hey, Vance. What was that really awesome uh, wrestling magazine back in like the mid '90s? Oh, wow. You guys talking about yeah. wow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, I still subscribe to Wow. I'm the only one left. I can't believe you fucking knew it. <laughs> it. It's switched over to World of Warcraft now. It's not even about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still thought I was the only one that ever read that magazine. Well, I just knew that existed, <laughs> and I, I knew the setup, so I had to. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah, uh, telling him how the sausage is made. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so we we, we, we planned this whole show. Yeah, we worked that out. Scripted. We got it on the twelfth time, so <laughs> I want you to be impressed. Uh, I kept saying PWI Insider, and then Cash would get mad. <laughs> so much editing. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, Adam All Page. Right. All right. Adam Page is going to wrestle Brian Cage and Dime Dallas Page. And I couldn't even remember what the fuck the promo was because I was too busy with the Owen Wilson thing. Yeah. I didn't he's... think of it, but how is JR going to commentate that match without well, messing up? There's no way. It's impossible. Brian Cage. Too many ages. Well, that'll be interesting. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep track of how many fuck ups he has. So this next one you guys are about to help me with because I got a work phone call during it and then I didn't have time to go back because I thought we were going to start at 8. And then Jason lied to us and so I could have watched it, but I want to make sure I was done in time. But MJF promo with Pinnacle. I only got little bits and pieces. So uh, the best oh, line of the whole promo is he called the, the crowd mouth-breathing pores. Yep, yep. <laughs> that was good. Uh, and then uh, blah, blah, blah. Tully gave him some watches. Uh, they really, they really gave, built um, it. He gave them some wrist jewelry, <laughs> and it was oh, very, sorry. it was very weird and awkward <laughs> when he said it that way. <laughs> didn't know, didn't realize he said it so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were then doing he, a bunch of. Well, so he had to say, he said, "I got them the finest wrist jewelry you could get." And then, I wish like, he made him. I wish he made him macaroni, like <laughs> you know. Well, like, all of the other members of the group kind of look at him weird. <laughs> he goes, "They're watches," like because everybody was like, "What the fuck is wrist <laughs> This guy bought us bracelets, <laughs> yeah, friendship bracelets, friendship yeah. bracelets. <laughs> and okay, then, first of all, uh, if we don't get friendship <laughs> bracelets for this podcast, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, anyway, so then... and then the uh, we got uh, Ortiz, Sammy, and Hagar, and some sort of uh, dune buggy dragon. Clearly, a little bit of the bubbly in a tank with a hose, and Jericho sits up like the Undertaker. Did you see him <laughs> hiding? <laughs> I did. Until he up. So I did catch it by then. And uh, so are they just? They literally sprayed a guy with alcohol from a truck, and then did the flip off to end the thing. Like, come so, on. So okay. 
They've so, always done the flip off thing. That's not yeah. like them doing it yeah. just for the segment. But they can't. But the combo is the problem. Okay, so here here's some notes. Uh, <laughs> first of all, this one I I don't I still support it. I think, but I really don't know what I meant. Uh, I have I have noted here that Sean Spears is the Jeremy Piven of pro wrestling. <laughs> so anybody want to tell me what that means? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, think, I, think, uh, I think I know. Like, he's, he's not as talented as like uh, some people think he is. Does he have a really good crossbody? Remember Jeremy Pippen? Oh, he did have a crossbody. Cross cross <laughs> That's a weird thing to remember about Jeremy Pippen. <laughs> all, right, all right. So uh, then uh, Tolly Blanchard's, other than the wrist jewelry thing, Tolly Blanchard's fucking great. Uh, I thought his promo part was really good. Like, I don't know where that dude went. For all the years. I will say this. I agree with everything good you're saying about Tully, but I cannot take my eyes off the fact that either he or he had somebody put rhinestones on his jacket to make mountains on the <laughs> of his suit, and it's just kind of weird and awkward. <laughs> well, a six-year-old man to walk around like that. He's the best. Uh, <laughs> so then more timing stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure Inner Circle missed the cue. Uh, like, there was some weird delay, like, and I think Tolly or somebody had to keep kind of like ad libbing some shit. Well, uh, when you're at Daily Place and you hear a car horn, mm-hmm. you know where the ramp is that every car comes in from. Why are you looking oh, around yeah. anywhere else? Ready for here's how here's how you run this whole segment. Just step back. <laughs> like yeah. what they can only reach the middle of the ring. Like when uh, praying, now, just take one step back, Warlock. In in the <laughs> in the pinnacles, um, you don't know what kind of gravity that uh, <laughs> has. I, I assumed that this water hose was rigged by the same person that did the explosions, that yeah. did the uh, the fall off bag from last week, and that it honestly was not going to actually hit the ring. And they stayed closer so that if they ran towards them, they would then get blown back. I really thought that's what was going to happen. They're like, listen, just in case, don't stand too far away so that we can still hit you with this hose. You might that's have to run at us first. Uh, well, let's be fair here. The ring was fucking drenched. Like, it may not have yeah. reached the other turnbuckle, but it was fucking soaked to the point where I was just dumbfounded. How the fuck are they going to have matches after this? I thought about that, too. I was like, oh, water's going to make that ring stiff. I actually thought so. Like, you could change the canvas, but that was soaked down to the fucking boards beyond the pads, man. Yeah. So, I, I think this is actually a good direction to go in. Uh, only because, like, the bad camera work for the bump off the cage was so bad. Like it was just another moment where like, you know, the big finale gets fucked that to me, it would have been hard to buy into them still being like completely out for blood. Like, I think they kind of had to do Tone it down. Some, do, just do something to kind of like get, I don't know. I thought maybe it was kind of a way to like divert people's, thinking about that match being because the kind of same thing they did with Mox and Kingston right after they had them kind of just like try to move that in a different direction after the big explosion fucked up. Yeah. Overall I did like the segment. Like these are the type of things when wrestling was popular that Raw and Nitro did that they haven't done in fucking twenty years. When was the last time Raw did anything but a boring match and a boring backstage segment? I am glad they're trying stuff like this. I agree. Yeah. Uh this is the segment though that made me not like the earlier inner circle promo 
because yeah. during that promo, they were out for fucking blood and like psychopaths, and then they kind of come back and do this little funsy thing. Well, what we're supposed to get from that is when they're on their own, they are crazy. But when <laughs> Jericho's around, they're like, ah, we got to do a bit of the bubbly, I guess, because Jericho did show up at the building. So <laughs> no, they're like, they're like, Jericho shows up. He's like, God damn it. I don't care that they threw me off the cage. I just need to sell merch. Let's go out there. and <laughs> <laughs> I, I got champagne to move, son. <laughs> um, so then JR sits down with Britt Baker. Uh, obviously, in the uh, foot like the football arena, like doors you come in, like it looked like they were sitting at, like right near it. Yeah. Um, this was the typical. I mean, this is Britt Baker promo. Same thing as normal. Again, yeah, I, thought, I thought it was pretty good. She put Sheeta over really well, but just but then got herself over more. And she had to do the and everyone's the baddest bitch or this bitch or that bitch, of course. And then drop the f bomb. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, did she? Yeah, she's probably fucking hard to kill. Oh, okay. I didn't even. I, didn't, yeah. I thought she didn't even register with me for a they, second. I thought it was going to be a fucking advertisement for Impact, but I think that was a pay per view that already happened. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hard to kill. I would respect Impact right. way more. They, that stay tuned tonight to see the Steven Seagal doubleheader of hard to kill. I was going to say, show. really good movie too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I liked the. It was cheesy, but I liked the line about not needing life support when you have a pulse. Yeah, no, I like uh, that too. Yeah, you so, can tell she's actually a real doctor. <laughs> you set the bar real low. She completely understands how the heart works. <laughs> yeah, she does heart. She's, she's got to be a learned doctor. <laughs> uh, Thunder Rosa is back. That's awesome. I did not catch the name of the person she beat. Jasmine Allure. Jasmine Allure. Oh. All of us knew Cash is the only one who bought well, it. Then it wasn't even long. The match wasn't even long enough that the announcers ever said her name. Which was, I thought this was great. <laughs> You're wrong. You're dead wrong. This Am was really awful. I mean, it, oh, oh, okay. I'm just glad Thunder. Right. So the match wasn't very good, but I'm just glad Thunder Rose is back and she just squashed someone that was over with quick. Right. Even in the sense that it was a squash, she deserved better. Could you guys not tell how bad the miscommunication was when she was trying to hit her finisher? Yeah, oh, yeah she no. would not move her legs, so she did like a little shoulder breaker and then no, got up and tried to move her legs again, and she still couldn't get her in a place. Like she was, it looked like she was had a wedgie or something. She was trying to pull it out for her because she wouldn't move her legs. Yeah, it it, it definitely did not look good. Like, so, I know I'm kind of a nobody in the grand scheme of things, but maybe if you're on national TV and it's your first time and you're not 100% sure how to take someone's finish, just fucking ask them to put you in it so you know how to get in it and don't look like an idiot, Jasmine Allure. Yeah. Uh, well, and the reason that you didn't hear Jasmine Allure's name was because they spent the first half of the two-minute match just running down Britt Baker for not mentioning Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Um, also, also, how the fuck is that ring dry already? <laughs> That's why we went to a pre-taped uh, promo somewhere else so that they could go ahead and get that. Uh... You've never had to, had to wrestle on a wet ring, apparently. It's, it, sucks. Um, it sucks. Let me think. <laughs> nope, never on a wet ring. <laughs> or a dry one. Or, or a dry one. one. Yeah, I was saying, what about the a dry one? Worst case of that, there's a bumfuck show in Ohio that me and Juggs and J.D. and Dorian and Practor and Wicked were all on. And they uh, cleaned their canvas before the show started with bleach. So the entire canvas and the pads were soaked with bleach. 
Oh my god. <laughs> or they were trying to kill one of you. You're wrestling at a fair and uh for Arpen and Zach Vincent's on the outside and it's raining, pouring rain down at a fair. And I go to the top to do a moonsault the outside, and the promoter jumps up, blocks the moonsault, and makes me not do it <laughs> mid-show. <laughs> and I and I'm like, what? Like he and I was like, fucking done it anyways. What he said? I'm not going to cover this. I was so Once confused. You, back, you just say, "Hey, man, I'm working my character out there. I'm not breaking kayfabe." If you told me to stop, I wouldn't really stop. I was just so confused. I was like, "Did that get hurt? What's happening? Is the show shut down? Like, what is happening?" <laughs> I mean, breaking kayfabe was not that important for him. He is the man who thinks. Uh, the carpet supplier for the nice padding for the yeah the nice ring. soft padding uh, for the he said soft padding for the rest yeah, yep I forgot that he said that <laughs> oh yeah live bike <laughs> and the worst part of that tri state ring felt like fucking cement dude that didn't move an inch that carpet padding didn't do shit for anybody yeah, yeah it's it still was, it it's still the hardest ring I've ever been into this he day. brought kayfabe for fucking nothing like yeah that was still that that took years off of my of all of our lives. Yeah, we I even Jason for just having to watch us do yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh anyway, I got lost where you start uh, feeling tri We're at the main event. Yeah. Well, no. Jade's Jade's promo is the main we event. We are not at the main event. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't uh, know, Jade's that bitch. She is. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Jade anymore. Like I'm over it. Me too. Why are they redoing Macho Man's fucking storyline from the 80s? Like, oh, exactly. I need a man. Is she going to pick a dude that's her real life dude? Is that where this is going? Did you realize that she, <laughs> I, I uh, was watching like a random, uh, or read an article, random 10 people that turned down WWE contracts, I guess she was offered one and didn't take it? Yes, we've actually talked about that on the podcast multiple times already. <laughs> I did not even realize. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Uh, then Tim, we got you forgot some, everything Tim says is pre recorded. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I didn't know that Tim nine years ago and cashed <laughs> the soundboard right now. Yeah, I, uh, I see he, the future. He's gotten really good at it. Um, but I was forced to say that, so and then we say, get say that one thing I like to hear. Wow, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So we get the Darby Allen video, which I thought was actually really good. I loved it. Weird, but really well done. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, again, just setting him apart from everyone else doing promos right now. Yeah. It was uh, a lot of this match that just uh, is coming up here. Well, like the so the video, like the towards the end of it where he's just like like really aggressive and all that, like it just gave me the feelings like uh, it's just a dead man, like marching to the, like he knows it's, he knows he's walking towards his death, but he's just stubbornly like, fuck it, I'm going. Like, I just, I loved it. I thought it he's getting hooked up to the electric chair and flipping off the fucking executioner. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a perfect promo to just one last little bit of selling point for this match. Is Darby their best character they have, period? I think so. I think I mean, probably. Yeah. At least. At least one or two. I can't think anyone off the top of my head, so I'm going to go with him right now. Yeah. So next we get the actual main event, not Jade Car- Cargill as much as Cash wants it to be. Um, <laughs> so Miro and Darby, and I loved it. Fucking amazing. Me too. Yep. Uh, it was the the roller coaster I talked about earlier. It was that done correctly. 
They, he beat the shit out of Darby Allen. I mean, what's funny? So Darby comes out, and it's clear that Dustin Rhodes had to change the way he did his face paint because of Darby. So now Darby comes out and rips Dustin Rhodes off by doing the bottom half, top half thing. That's kind of fucked up. That'll show him. <laughs> and is it is it a spoiler if you put the result of the match on your penis? Because Miro yeah. had the TNT belt right there. <laughs> uh, I knew we'd get one last penis in here. <laughs> Mira, oh, that ain't the last one. That's, that's, that's what I told her. <laughs> Penis <Hey>. smash. <laughs> uh, I have uh, I have written down here that this is just a this is basically just a lion mauling a baby zebra. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so good. It was just well, it's because he was striped black and white. That's <laughs> right. That's, I changed it from <laughs> I, ch- I changed it from gazelle to zebra because of that. Yes. <laughs> The funny thing is, I don't even know what a color it is. gazelle is. It could be black and white. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's like a brown. It's not kind of are. It could be. Also, the weird Ethan Page, Scorpion Sky, Jumping Sting. And it was the most. Ra- it was the only bad part of the match, I thought. And then and it happened the- in the commercial and Sting no sold it. Yeah. I like, and this thing got yeah. back up and started managing it. And like, nothing happened. Yeah. I honestly thought I'd made it up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fever well, dream. Yeah. So I was the funny like, thing. I, I was like, maybe that was like a from last week, and they were just showing a replay. And I was, I was like, I cannot. I was like, what the fuck is so happening? After they jumped him, and then they go to the commercial or whatever, and they come back, and he's standing with his back to the hard cam. And I was, I honestly thought, who is this blonde guy that's standing? Like, because it, I'm still thinking Sting doesn't have hair that looks that color at this point in life. I'm like, who is the guy that's now standing out there in Sting's place? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was Sting. It's uh, NWO Sting. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that fucking dive where Darby just bounces Jesus. off the hero. Yeah. So good. Just, I don't even know who got the worst of that. I, don't, I, don't know. Know. I think Darby did. <laughs> Darby does not give a fuck about himself at all. Literally, Al. Like, it's not a gimmick. It's not like it's, he does not care. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see if he can still work in like seven, eight, nine years from now. I'd even say three. Yeah. I mean, like, if I could come back for one more match and I was allowed to pick anybody to work, like, I want to work Darby so bad. Like, that dude. I, what the hell with you? I think, I think you and him would have a really good fucking match, though. When you're able to control shit with a smaller guy, it's usually pretty good. Yeah. And I, I just feel like that dude makes everyone look like a fucking killer. Like, he does. Not not number ten because nobody could. <laughs> yeah, well, he's not he's not a miracle well, worker. He made him look like a killer. Just, he made him look like a killer, but just like one that sneaks up from behind like a pussy and like uses chloroform. <laughs> it kind of fucks it up. Like doesn't really do a good job. His <laughs> mom bury the body because he's too scared. <laughs> yeah, and he uses uh, a horrible mask to murder people in too. I I fucking loved the Darby. Sting fist bump. Darby stands up like his last fucking. This is his last march towards death, and he fucking takes that desperate swing. Marrow's looking like a goddamn psychopath. Yeah, he does. the whole thing. Slapped the beautiful. absolute shit out of Miro, and Miro didn't even budge. Yeah. yeah. Whoever put this match together, like I, I'm sure it was a multiple effort, but fucking kudos, like and. I, I really like the line on commentary. That's a good strategy by a bad man. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. The uh, only yeah. slight thing I'm going to ding this match for at all is I don't know what happened with the camel clutch deal. Same. At the end, flopping right to his back looked like it didn't hurt at all. So it was a weird yeah. 
and, yeah, and the that, other match. That was awkward. That I'm would have been a pin for, on Miro because that's what I was expecting it to become. Was oh, Darby's taking right. the belt after all. Same. Yeah, because he really, I mean, he technically did get pinned. Yeah, what I wish made? he would have rolled. I thought he was going to. Darby's try to roll, and he'd roll back over. Maybe they try that again. He rolls back over, and then he's in the middle of the ring, and it's cinched is what I thought maybe one they of, were going to go to. But One of the highest compliments I could give this match is I legitimately did not know who was going to win. I knew right, there right were chance for both of them because they're both presented so well. Yeah, I honestly didn't know because I assumed Miro was going to be the one to beat Darby for the belt, but then I was like, oh, they might just leave it on him for a while, like, he might have like a year or two run. Yeah, yeah, because they kept saying how this would be uh, record setting if he won this match, be the tenth yeah. defense. And so I was like, oh well, maybe they are going to just keep it on him. If nothing else, they'll just do a rematch at the pay per view. He'll set the record. Mira can still get the belt. Right. I think so- I think how it shakes out after this is probably Darby and Sting versus Scorpio and Page, and you get Miro versus Lance Archer. Yeah, seems like, like yeah, and. If we can have Miro versus Lance Archer and they just get in there and beat the shit out of each other, I am down for that for a long program. I want somebody to kidnap both of them and strap them to chairs and play nothing but Stan Hansen versus Vader matches for the next four weeks. Yeah, yeah, let's uh, fucking do that. Yeah, uh, Clockwork Orange them. So, yeah, the I mean, this show, opening and finish, just perfect way to start. Perfect way to end. Like, yeah, that second match, that tag ma- match was so great, too. Yeah, like, and then the amazing tag match. Can, yeah. can I do rating first since I missed last week? Because I think you guys would kind of be surprised. Sure. A 80, 10. 82. Holy right. shit. Yeah, dude. My favorite uh, my favorite episode of Dynamite so far. Wow. All right. I, I'll, I'll go next. An 85. Oh, my God. <laughs> What is happening? Omega's <laughs> blocking out. Where am I? Oh, even, I with Rhodes, even with the Cody Rhodes thing, uh, yep. it was this whole show was just fucking awesome. I agree. I want Jason to go next so I can change I... my number if I have to here. <laughs> is, it, is this two weeks in a row I'm agreeing with Cash? Did we have the same last week too? Uh, I, I had an 85. And thought, depending on how the uh, Orange Cassidy Pac match would have gone had there not been the injury, it might have even been higher. If that would have went to a draw without any in- outside interference, nothing else, it would have been even higher. But yeah, all of the matches, especially Thunder Rosa, oh, I mean, except for <laughs> the Thunder Rosa match, I just was fantastic this week. And the Jake Cartville main event was good. Yes. Right. <laughs> I, I feel like they got their million, their million, uh, they won the ratings last week. And they're like, we got to keep this rolling so that we can do it two weeks in a row. Yeah. Th- this is by far my favorite episode of Dynamite. There's three matches. Jesus. On that, I three thought... matches on here that are just great. I thought I was being generous, and you guys are going to be way lower than what I have. I, I So I really liked the big three matches that were really good. And if I went strictly by the ratings I gave matches, it would probably be higher overall. But I knocked it down because the Rosa match was so bad. The OC and getting hurt really derailed that. The fucking Cody promo, too, I dinged it a bunch. So my rating is only a 67. So wow. the Cody, I don't was an AEW hater. Yeah, see, <laughs> I, I, I still say I like. 
I, I like the show overall. It's just, I, I, I guess I didn't like it as much as you guys. I, so <laughs> I, I always, I mean, like, if you'll notice my ratings, uh, most of them are usually based on, like, match quality or, like, if there's a really, really just something I hate match wrestling-wise, then it really ruins. But these matches, that women's match was so short, I didn't care. So that's why it didn't yeah. really bring it down so much. Right. And like the majority minute, if you go all the minutes of wrestling, just the minutes of actual in-ring action, uh, probably 90% of the minutes or more were just great. Yeah, okay. that's a, that's honestly a fair thing to say. I get that. Yeah. And I mean, so there were, you know, there were two things. Like I, another thing that I dinged it down a lot is for taking away from the SCU. I got hurt my soul. Yeah. Yeah. I could have I mean, probably went higher. There were two things that I think I hated more than I've hated anything else AEW's done, but wow. the matches were so good that even that, like, I was like, this is dude, just such a good fucking night of entering wrestling. Dude, I would put these up against AEW's pay-per-view matches they've had since the company history. Yeah, to me, wow. these were yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. So, I was, yeah. Uh, that The Miro Darby was a pay-per-view quality match. That SEU tag match was a pay-per-view quality match, and so was the uh, first match, uh, Moxley Nagata. and Nagata. Those were all, like, if you put all those on a pay-per-view, I would still call it a good pay-per-view, and we got it on free TV, so. Right. Uh, I agree with, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, Moxley and Nagata, and then Miro and Darby, like, that's my wrestling. That's your wrestling, that's, yeah. So, perfect, yeah, perfect opening. And then the tag match, just, like, the, the intensity... I think the tag match was my wrestling. (laughs) Well, SCU, like, I mean, uh, you know, because it is their last tag match, assumingly, and I think maybe Daniels. Like, you could just tell. Like, they were on a different level. My favorite wrestling is... The backseat driver, which I popped for. Yeah. Everything they did was just so, just, like, focused and just so perfect. I like spotty wrestling, don't get me wrong. So that's why, like, I like a lot of, sometimes when the Bucks, the stuff they do or whatever... But what I hate is non-emotional wrestling. They were able to give me spotty and super emotional. So that's, to me, what I, my favorite. Why the Young Bucks as heels is the best version of them. Because they still do some spotty, but they tone it down and put some storytelling in, too. Yeah, Yeah. and they just had the the best, they had a good story about a guy I actually, truly, in real life, respect. And so. Yeah, I thought even, like, all of the, like, over-the-top spottiness of the Young Bucks it all made sense in this match. There was nothing yep. they did that I was like, like, you know, it was forced. It wasn't contrived. Like it was just, everything worked. Yep. This week's uh, rating, they got just under a million. So they still held most of the auto- audience from last week. Yeah. I saw yeah. just under a million. I mean, yeah, they're gonna, if they can keep this, I mean, just keep anything close to this up. They're well, gonna, the- Blow WWE out of the goddamn water. I was gonna say Raw's at like what, like one seven or something. It's not that far away, right? I don't know if you've seen the. Uh, well, yeah, they're they're doing like just under two million. Sometimes it's one seven, one eight, and AEW getting up to like one one, one two, one point wow. two. But I don't know if you guys know about this. Uh, so AEW starting to go back on the road, right? right. And they're right. filtering in live events and stuff. And starting in November, there are dates for live TNT show on Fridays. Oh, wow. Oh. It just says live TNT show. So they've been rumored to have a second show starting forever. They may be on Friday night going against SmackDown. 
That would be interesting because SmackDown's, I mean, actually that's the good. best of what WWE year. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's actually good, yeah. But, I mean, honestly, to me, WWE just doesn't really offer you anything. And AEW, it, offers, it offers you one thing, a 75-year-old billionaire's view of what he wants wrestling to be. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? Yeah, like there's, there's never a payoff to anything. Uh, there's no reason to ever be invested in anyone or anything that's happening. Can so, we I mean, talk about how AEW is going to pull away, I think. Are, are you saying you guys aren't excited for WrestleMania Backlash this weekend? <laughs> I'm waiting for WrestleMania a little. Or WrestleMania SummerSlam. <laughs> Uh, so, is it not weird to everybody else that like Jason Jordan is the lead producer on SmackDown now? The yeah, it's like, weird. That's that what is happens very when strange. Short angle. Yeah, <laughs> but it could also be we've all worked jobs where people just like their people in place. Like all the agents that are there now are dudes that work for him and not strictly WWE guys. Jason Jordan's from the ground up a WWE guy, so maybe Vince maybe. just feels confident with him. Knowing the WWE system more than like Hurricane, who's went out there and worked other places, or Abyss is one of the big agents there now. He never worked WWE. Yeah, I can't. I, I'd be surprised if we don't get Abyss doing something one day in a WWE ring that he's there. Just something like what they almost did with Adam Pierce. You know, something. well, they did him being like AJ's chalkboard guy for a couple of weeks, but that really wasn't a thing. Mm. Yeah, they kind of teased, I thought at one point, like the Joseph Parks gimmick. Hmm. And then, like, uh, I was like, oh, this could be kind of interesting. This could be fun. And then just nothing. It could also be them being hesitant because TNA's been real wishy washy about what, like, at one point they were suing the Hardys and not letting them do the broken shit. And then at another point they're like, oh, yeah, we changed course completely. Now everybody owns their own gimmick that ever did it, which is why EC3 could beat EC3 in WWE. But, like, I just wouldn't trust that shit. Maybe that's why they're yeah. – this is a strictly TNA thing. This will tell you how uh, – and this is random, but how rarely I use my browser on my tablet. I was trying to figure out why my other tab was just says Justin Roberts' nickname. And I was like, <laughs> what in the world? I was like, oh, yeah, that was like two podcasts. He's the together. Dapper. Uh... Yeah. Dapper. Yeah, dapper, dapper. 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 Yep. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and that's the whole end. So that, yeah, that shouldn't uh, be how we end a show that was rated this time. Yeah, actually, it's the highest rated show we've ever done. Adding our scores together, not even having to do any kind of well, math did, or think about. Did it. you happen to have a uh, rating for War Games because we didn't have it last week to say on the podcast? Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I never really actually thought about a rate. Uh, I usually build my rating. I kind of get a guess, and then I build it as we talk about it, you know? Like, I knew this was going to be between 75 and 85, and I kind of just kind of – or 70 to 85, somewhere in that range, and kind of as we talk about it, I try to remember everything. So that would probably hit mid – that would have been middle for me. In between, you know, 40 and 60, and I had been convinced one way or the other. Because I think all of us were either high 70s or 80s last week. Without yeah, it. I was definitely lower than you guys. And I could have been convinced a little bit as we went, but I probably would have been like 55, 60. <laughs> I, really didn't like the cage, I really didn't like the cage match. What is wrong with you? I, I just didn't think there was too much of doing nothing. There was some good stuff, but there was so much hanging out and waiting. I thought at the end there was. Yeah, I just thought the whole time I was like, I'm bored. The only thing that entertained me was how much blood was coming out of uh, what's-his-name's head. I was like, Jesus. 
Wow, you are a heartless son of a bitch. I am. Uh, and uh, I hate, of course, the finish, I hated. <laughs> Why couldn't they just raise that up like four feet so he went into a black hole into nowhere? Come on. Come on. Yeah, it, it's whoever. Or just don't it. paint it to make it look like metal. Yeah, that was shitty too. Or put it on one of the three sides of the ring where it's actually a far fall. And no matter what camera angle you use, no matter what the landing, it's going to look good because it's double the length. Right. That's what she said. And then having, uh, <laughs> I think it was Ortiz go over and hit it and it clearly not be metal. Like, <laughs> as soon as Jericho goes, he runs over and kind of like slaps it. Yeah. So like, oh, that's cardboard. Yeah. That's, you shouldn't have hit that. Yeah. So uh, we all agree WWE does the airbag thing much better when they do do it or crash pad. Yeah. I mean, for like, well, WWE production sucks for different reasons. Yeah. But they know how to do moments. They've done some that were really, really bad. Oh. Jeff Hardy did like a swan taunt off a Titantron thing one time into a foam pit. You could clearly see the oh, yeah, foam They've gotten lazy with it over like the Shane McMahon ones when he like felt the Titantron. That one's great. That looks stiff the, as shit. Whatever the he landed. Shane on. ones were awesome because they had legit plywood over top of the crash bag. So he's breaking right. through something legit. Yeah. So um, those that, were always really good. Like that reminds yeah. me though of uh, there was a spot. So during the SCU match and Bucks match. Uh, when Daniels made the save after he'd been on the outside, I thought if that would have, like, WWE's production on that would have made it even better. Like, when I was watching Why? Because like, there'd be seven camera cuts before he moved No, 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 the camera cuts thing, fuck that. Like, it's the worst shit. It's, AEW doesn't even come close to doing anything as bad as that. But, no, like, they just, the way they uh, had the, like, staging the ring, I guess, they showed too much of Daniels over there, like during the right before he was going to come. Yeah, in. you wanted to. For, you should forget about yeah, it more. Yeah, 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 yeah. We it wouldn't have been so obvious. Like everybody would have still known it was coming, but it wouldn't have been like right in your face. So and it was just a little thing. It wasn't anything that I thought. And was Cash, ever since you pointed out the quick camera cuts on WWE's kind of ruined it for me. I was it's, like, great. Now I can't unsee this. It's so, so hard to watch. But so, yeah, this was our highest rated show ever. And I think three of the top 10 AEW matches ever, in my opinion. I know that's a bold statement, but I don't see, I wouldn't go that far. They're, they were all three, the three matches that were awesome on here were all awesome, but I don't know if they're even in my top 10 for AEW. I think they're definitely in my conversation. I have to go through a list and really, really think about it. But they're all, these were some of my favorite. Definitely on TV, not pay-per-view. Definitely. I mean, it's not even close on TV, I think. But Like, three of my favorite matches from this year, like, already, and they're all from the same damn show. WrestleMania uh, Backlash? You saw <laughs> yeah, they're all ahead. great. Oh, you well, see the future. When, when WrestleMania <laughs> Backlash happens, just that whole card is going to replace in my top ten. Have we talked about how dumb that is that it's called WrestleMania Backlash? I mean, <laughs> we, we should. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, everybody already kind of knew that's how they, the the show was always booked. Yeah, we know well, it's not blatantly say it. <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, back. Are they really just thinking so many people that have Peacock because of other reasons are going to see the word WrestleMania in front of Backlash and watch it now? Right. Oh, think. WrestleMania's on again. <laughs> yeah, like they could have at least changed the logo up a little bit, <laughs> or made. Uh, backlash bigger or something because it really does just look like WrestleMania again. What happens when they keep doing this and they get around to WrestleMania again? Is it WrestleMania? <laughs> WrestleMania? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, 
They'll, exactly. they'll just call every show WrestleMania from now on. Uh, well, that was fun. And uh, good job, AEW. Yeah. 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 Definitely trend in the right direction. Yeah. And ratings-wise and even our approval-wise, like that's what – of course, our approval is what really matters. But right. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they might make some money too here. Uh, but actually, I have a good authority that they play these in the production meetings that you guys say they don't have. Yeah. Uh, if so, hire me for production. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hire me for anything. I'll work in catering. I just want to go yes. to Florida. Draven will eat <laughs> catering. To to you can pay him to eat the catering. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, eat catering and do graphics <laughs> would be a pretty sweet gig. <laughs> yes, it would. Tony Khan's yeah. like Tony Khan's an eccentric billionaire, and instead of like throwing away or donating the uh, leftover catering, he's pay someone to eat it every night well he loves <laughs> japanese wrestling maybe you could be his young boy <laughs> if he needs one of those now now that they're going to be traveling I'm again they need someone to help uh coordinate hotel stays <laughs> there you go jason i could be that guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so aw hey we're your team <laughs> i don't i didn't contribute anything to this so. <laughs> you barely <laughs> contribute to the podcast oh <laughs> wait what <laughs> you're gonna be dark order member number vd oh like, i like it number oh, wait, he, has, he feuds with five because that's v and roman numerals and you're the real <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there can only be one <laughs> and then i get I to feud do with- hey remember when i said i get to do my number 10 uh my 10 beat down which is mutilates murder and mutilate someone in the middle of the ring <laughs> I have a uh, three-way feud with John Silver and Negative One to be the shortest guy in Dark Order. <laughs> there you go. I would. You and John Silver would be awesome. You and Brian Cage would be awesome. I think. Yeah, that would be sweet. Okay, would, next. Uh, if Tony Khan's listening, I'd do either one. So, yeah. uh, so here's some homework. Uh, next week, uh, we each think of the best three people that one of us could work on the thing, and don't just so stop stop giving away your answers if we're going to stick with that, but. Omega, think of the best three people for Cash to work and the best three for me to work, and I'll think of the you know, vice versa. And Jason, you yeah. gotta think of all of us and, and we'll think of And the I'll best be there too. To I will think of the best three acts that Jason can manage as well. So uh, wait, best wait, three yeah. fantasy picks he should he should write. <laughs> so I'm thinking of three picks for each of you guys. Yeah. Okay. I was I don't like homework. I was very confused. <laughs> Cash is already like ah, I can't do it. If there's homework, yeah, I'm gonna do it. homework like I did in school. I'm not gonna do it at all and I'll just make it up on the fly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I, never, have, I never did homework. I need to call my that's... high school girlfriend and see if she can do this for me because that's what I do. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna be a little sick next week and not be able to do the podcast if there's gonna be homework due. <laughs> so you know what's worse than regular homework is divorce homework because that's what my lawyer gave me paperwork and said here's your divorce homework and i was like this is the worst <laughs> oh man <laughs> so we'll end with my divorce all right <laughs> are we all clapping let's all clap for Vince's divorce <laughs> <laughs> no the clap is why i'm getting the divorce. <laughs> oh. and timmy, good timmy drip drip <laughs> and good night everybody Goodbye.